the criteria Latifi needs to do to get re-signed. Not get last. <laughs> oh, Spa's back. And lights out and away we go. <laughs> and Lewis Hamilton is halfway to space. <laughs> Personally yeah. go IndyCar over Williams. Yeah, space. <laughs> Grosjean Zoo. Guan Yu Zhou. Guan Yu Zhou. No, Zhou Guan Yu. I said that the first time. George was already sitting in that seat. Look, I don't agree with it, but you've asked a question. I'm trying to find a way to justify it. I'm just trying to absolutely tear your answer apart. G'day and welcome to Formula Bums. My name is Jacko and with me is Andy. How are you, man? I thought I was your nemesis. Now I'm not. Like, now I feel confused. Uh, Well, now that you have brought that up, I am a little bit annoyed at you. What did I do now? Well, you're my nemesis, so I feel like that comes with a default stance. I was just trying to bring a bit of positivity to this hateful relationship you and I have found ourselves betwixt in. Hey, look, I get a, I get a two-week break from your, uh, <laughs> yeah, <but> our <laughs> arguments, and you've <laughs> got to run this show solo, so it's going to go to shit. I have, I have a friend that I might be trying to get on, on the microphone again. Someone from our history... Race... Yeah, it was Reese. Reese messaged me the other day. He was like, hey, man, I'm back in town. I was like, oh, sweet. Perfect timing. Do you like editing? <laughs> Canada. That happened. I liked it. I had a good time. I think it was a six out of ten. Six out of ten, though, for an F1 race is pretty darn good these days. Usually they're a snore first. Exactly. This one, I mean, look. It, it became a bit of a snore first, but not, not at the end of the field you'd think it would be. No. Not not quite. Good weekend all around. So let's start at the beginning. Someone hit a seagull right at the start. I remember that of the weekend. I think it was Max in one of the practice sessions. No, he did, that, he did that in the race. Was that in the race? He did it in the race and he was racing the rest of the race with a bird and his brake died. <laughs> <laughs> they were managing that. <laughs> That's why he only had like a six second gap to fucking Fernando. <laughs> so I knew he hit a seagull. All gophers, fine. Yeah, seagulls, not so much. Seagull, but to be fair, I'm okay with it. I think every race would be made better by running over a flock of seagulls. I think so too. <laughs> you can tell we live on the coast, right? We yeah. fucking hate them. They're rats. Good. I mean, the race did occur roughly as expected. This was a very standard F1 2023 weekend. I think we can both agree on that. Yeah, it was. Yep. We saw the things we saw. Still, though, Good weekend for racing. Yeah, I, I got a few highlights. Let's do a little run through qualifying. I didn't watch it. I watched it. It was late. And I was packing <laughs> for Japan and doing all that sort of stuff yeah. on the Sunday. You be, you look, you have, you've been flat out. I've been the opposite of flat out. I've for the been, first time ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, it was essentially a race against the rain. That was the story of qualifying. It was, okay, the weather is coming over. Let's get these cars out there. Let's see who can make the best of this situation and get your lap in. Q1. Usual suspects. Usual suspects. Where it got interesting, though. Q2. Q2. Was that when the rain hit or when it subsided? Well, I think that was when it started to hit. It, it rained on and off throughout qualifying. Okay. It wasn't just like a, oh, there's the one shower, it's over. It was between Q2 and Q3, it was the switch of the tyres. Yeah, so it was getting in that point where you could get on a soft, I want to assume. Yes. We saw some interesting eliminations in Q2, though. Charles. Sergio. Yep. They're the two big ones. The pain in the ass. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm okay. not allowed to call him what I like to call him, but there is a word for it. Those, those are the two big eliminations. Now, I know I bang on about things like I'm a broken record. Yeah, we know. A couple of weeks ago, I said, man, Sergio's qualifying is kind of washed. He's not doing good, is he? It's the third week in a row, third race in a row, that he started outside the top 10 in what he is, the second best F1 car out of 20. Because Max's is somehow still better than Checo's. Oh, yeah. It's just the rules. No, it's called the strategy. (laughs) Maybe the driver, too. But, yeah, three bad qualifyings in a row for Checo. It's his his race craft that's keeping him in the seat right now. I don't think it's his qualifying, that's for sure. Yep. So, are we starting to say, I remember last week, I was like, pressure on, pressure off. You're like, oh, pressure's kind of off. Come in this week. Have an absolute belt up. He's, He's fallen away in the championship. There might be an opportunity for him to just, like, cruise his way through the year, get constant. I, I think he's still in cruise mode. I, I don't see... I think if Fernando gets a little bit closer, like, he, here's the kicker. If we take Max out of the championship, there's a video, Tomo did it. You take him out, let's say that there's a new Red Bull on the uh, grid co- driven by Vax Kastapin. Okay, yeah. He, he runs 20th every week. He's terrible. Worst driver since Nicholas Latifi. Okay. If you look at how the championship runs out, Sergio has five wins, Fernando has two, and Fernando's 13 points behind him after this weekend. In if you take Max out, you would promote everyone one state forward. Of course. And if you take every Max fastest lap and give it to the fastest lap under that. Yep. So if you do all that, I know it's a lot, Sergio's still leading the championship and it's not that comfortable from Fernando. Another point too, if Fernando... Uh, where Fernando finished... They uh Sergio's points where he what he started on the weekend. Fernando's actually got like Fernando's on the same points. Okay, so he's ending the weekend the way Checo finished in this. No, he's ending the weekend the way Checo started. started. That's, that's right. what I meant to yep. say. Yeah. Yep. In a convoluted way, that's what I was saying. Okay, I um one I like the fact that this has been done because you do kind of need to take Max out of the equation. You really do at this point. He's just a. Um, Everyone bangs on. It's like, oh, they didn't do this when Lewis was dominating. Yeah, well, they fucking should have. They should have. They should have taken Lewis out of the equation and seen what Formula 1.5 was. Yeah, which uh, Formula 1.5 is always a very, very fun way, competition. Way better than fucking <laughs> Formula <heaps> 1. Better. <laughs> heaps better. Okay. I, one, I would love to see that championship. Me too. Two, I would love to see Fernando get his third instead of Checo getting his first. I'm just throwing it out there. I know that might be a bit controversial. It's not controversial. I'd love to see Fernando. Yeah, Fernando get that you know dance. what I want to see with Fernando. Oh, the dance. The dance. The I dance. want the dance back. The weird robotic chicken wing Because it's great. That no one quite understands. It's the best. Do you think if he wins a third world championship, they'll bring good girls back? Have you seen the, the catering ladies that have been around him recently? No. So <laughs> I, I, I have to find this photo because my word... Man looks like he pulls bitches. Taylor Swift, apparently. Actually, we got some nice feedback on our gossip column last week just talking about who Did the we now? Were yeah. Reese. He was like, dude, loved it. <laughs> <laughs> more of that, less of your dumb analytics. <laughs> just more more gossip. Those two. They both work for Aston Martin. Tell you what, that'd get me to leave Alpine. Yeah, I know, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. So, on that note. Red Bull doesn't need Checo to do anything amazing. No, they just need Max to consistently stay in the top three and they'll win the championship by a country mile. Which is what he will do. 
unless there's like unforeseen circumstances. But like a bird Israel, flying into your back. Yeah, like that. I was but say, that, that didn't do shit, did nothing. it? Nothing. <laughs> and then, he, as he comes on the radio near the end of the race, he goes, oh, fuck, I nearly knocked myself out hitting that curve. And the uh-huh. replay, yeah, ha ha. The replay shows him just dukes of hazarding off a curb <laughs> and then just continuing like nothing happened. Just the joking about it. It's like, oh, I nearly knocked myself <laughs> out. <laughs> just could you imagine that radio message coming over your cruise and you're just like, what? Why are you having such a good time out there? Everyone else is miserable. <laughs> can I tell you about my favourite moment in the race? Yes, you can. I audibly screamed laughing when I seen this. Okay. Can you take a guess what it was? Okay, so prelim questions first. So I it's can, in the race. It's in the race. Now, is it an on-track thing that occurred? It is an on-track thing that occurred. Yeah, George Russell yep. slammed <laughs> the wall. <laughs> audibly laughed my ass I'm, off. I'm not going to lie. I was in bed Monday morning watching it. Crashes into the wall. I've just gone, yes! <laughs> like six in the morning. Yeah! <laughs> and then, and then, I don't know if this happened to you, my heart sank when the car kept going. I was like, no. Yeah. Surely not. And then, don't worry, just give it a couple laps. <laughs> I'm going to retire anyway. the car. You've got to retire the car. You've damaged the left front brake disc. Which so is, funny. Which is weird, because that's the only bit of the car that didn't hit the wall. Oh, <laughs> so Everything fun. else hit the wall. Yeah. Audible laughs. I was in tears laughing when I seen that happen. It was oh, the funniest. He was thing. in third too. Yeah, that's what made it funnier. <laughs> yeah, podium position. And no, he wasn't on the podium. Lewis, Lewis okay, is that he, he was in fourth. Yeah, he yep. was in prime position. And sorry, boys. <laughs> sorry, boys. There's a snake in my boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what was what I think when we talk about it too is the curb that Max Verstappen hit. Same he curb. Hit it, yeah, far worse than George did. <laughs> and Max did. And he's laughing about it on the radio. And George tinks it. Just skates over the top and race over. Oh, it was great. For all intent and purpose. So His race ended a little bit later. Yeah. It was so good. Other big stuff from qualifying. No one looked like they were going to beat Max. Duh. <laughs> it's just so good. Nico Hulkenberg. He last, was a front row. Last, last little squeeze of the pedal before the rain came. Last little squeeze of the pedal. Just a shame that he got that penalty. And then he was in a Haas because that Haas was terrible in the race. Oh, and it was a weird weekend. So in the practices and qualifying, there was one car in particular that got called out by pretty much every driver. Do you remember who this was? No, I didn't watch any of the race. Carlos Sainz. What for? That last chicane, every lap for like four laps in a row, he would be in the middle of the chicane on a cool down lap as someone's coming in there in a hot lap and he'd block them. He did it. Well, no, I just want to point out that this is because Ferrari doesn't tell their drivers when cars are coming up their ass. Oh, I'm not blaming Carlos. I'm blaming Ferrari. Yeah, 100%. Is Ferrari just not saying, hey, move the fuck over. Just take the off-road. There's six cars coming. Pierre went berserk. It, it caused Pierre to drop out of Q3. So is that what cost... No, Q1. He went out in Q1, didn't he? One or two. Because I thought, get into the I thought he started set. Well, he qualified 17th and then ended okay, up moving it was up. Q1. Yep. Got knocked out of that because Carlos was impeding in the middle of the road. I think Sonoda called him out at one point, which was funny, though, because then Sonoda got called out by like four other people for doing the same thing. <laughs> so I think it was Charles was like, yeah, Sonoda's just a dick on the radio. <laughs> uh, the Ferraris copped it all weekend. From the other drivers, just being like, get out of the way, you big fucking red tractor in the middle <laughs> of the fucking chicane. Uh, Classic Ferrari. Yep. Fernando, I mean, 
He's doing everything he can to beat Max. I think he's the only other driver on the grid that you could say was like, he's actually trying to beat Max. Like, well, he had the car. It's just managing. Well, there was something wrong with his car through the race no. as well. So what what happened was, do we just want to move into the race? Yeah, that's qualifying. Yeah, Max came first. Nico <laughs> qualified second but moved to fifth. Yeah, because he impeded Fernando, someone. Fernando first. No, he was a red flag incident. Oh, the he was going too quick in a red flag or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, got like two of them. And it's one of those ones that's like, yeah, that's, that's black and white. You need to penalize. Yep. Can't argue. Anyway, in the race. How <laughs> yeah, do you want to do this? Okay. Well... Let's do the easy part first. Max gets a really, really good start. That's all we see of him. That That's the race there. Yep, there you go. That's what happened. Max got a good start, got the first corner, and everyone went, well, ahoy there, sailor. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got 70 laps and nothing. <laughs> it was interesting underneath that, though. I was right about something. You were right about something. Yeah, and was what I'm right about the same thing that you're thinking about, B2. Absolutely. It's Albon, right? Yes, yes, I can. First time and you're not right. Oh. You're right about something, not Ferrari. Yes, Williams, the blue Ferrari of the grid. <laughs> well, no, I want to point out I was also right because he was struggling something fierce towards the end of that race because he did Fernando's trick. What's Fernando's trick? He made a train. <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. He made a train and he just parked it right in the right spot in the corner every lap. No one could get past him. Did you hear him, they, them gas him up on the radio about it too? There was a radio message. They went, yep, we need some of that classic Albon defending, mate. Fair. Go for it. Best radio message of the weekend, though. No, it was good. Williams deserved that. And also... No, there's a better radio message. Oh, there is? Fernando Alonso's one. Which one? Where they went, Lewis is 1.8 seconds behind, and he went, leave it to... He went, copy, leave, leave it, it to me. me. Classic. And then pulled a three-second gap. <laughs> classic Nando. Yeah, just... I got you. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to bring up. We were talking about Albon. It was about Albon. We were talking about the train. I said he did really well. Got points. He did get points. That's what it was. It's very interesting that he, he was two. If he had scored two more points, he would have cost Williams. Guess what happens at the end of this month, which is now? Wind well, tunnel time. Yeah, they, they reset the ATR time. Because he didn't score two points... They get the same allotment of time. If he just scored two more points, uh, they would have jumped the team above them. Okay. So now, he, he strategically left it in seventh because he's like, we still get the same amount of time. It's not, look, it's not crazy that that would have been a conversation that was had because I reckon they would have gone into the weekend being like 16th, 17th, no stress, gentlemen. We're going to do well. We'll get the wind tunnel time. And then they went, oh, actually, I'm on qualified quite well. I was like, oh, shit. Seventh. So, yeah. <laughs> it was like that scene from The Incredibles where the dad's in the stands being like, third, no, second, no, f- second. <laughs> slow down, slow the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, don't don't blow this because we need the wind tunnel time. For that car, they definitely do. i tell you what, absolutely brilliant to see Albon doing well. And he's not in any way, shape, or form related to Red Bull anymore. No, he's com- a completely Williams Mercedes driver. Yeah, it's great. And he looks happier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, much happier. And everybody likes Williams. Good to see Williams do well. It's good to see him get some points. Yep, Logan Sargent. I mean, I mean, he, he had to retire the car with critical errors. Yeah. 
It was, well, it's interesting. It was, it was like, stop the car, stop the car, Adam Marshall's post, hop out, critical error. You, you'd think by like the stop the car, stop the car of like the scared dude on the radio, like, oh, that's pretty serious. Yeah, but when you hear the word critical, that sort of alerts you to be like, oh, shit, yep. get the fuck out. This might actually be dangerous, dangerous. One of the horses blew up earlier in the weekend. Uh-huh. I think it was K-Mag that he was like, yeah, I need to stop. Um, Joe had an issue in one of the practices. And so yeah, he's driving an Alfa Romeo. <laughs> and there's more than that. It wasn't even a good Alfa Romeo. Uh, and I think it was Pierre Pierre's Alpine had like a drive shaft issue. In Pierre did a good recovery in the race, though, all things considered. He didn't score points while no. the other one did. But <sighs> starting where he did and getting to where he where he did, especially in that train of cars, unbelievable. Yeah, no. Better drive than Ocon's. Because Ocon couldn't get past fucking Albon. Right? <laughs> and like that, <laughs> that's the thing, right? Any day of the week, they're like, would you rather drive the Alpine or the Williams? It's the Alpine. Any day of the week. It's yeah. a better car in every single metric, except for lack of downforce. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Williams just don't have enough bolts to strap on enough downforce. Exactly. But yeah, no, that... Fantastic week. I'm very excited for Albon. We were right about the McLarens too. Well, they're bringing a whole new car next week in the next race. You'll have to talk all about it in your solo preview. I'm okay with that. I'll just make it up. Yeah, no, nah, they've got more reflective screens. No, apparently <laughs> Andrea Stella after the race like, yeah, we're bringing our, our second spec car to Austria. So that'll be good for them because they do reasonably well in Austria. Yes, they do. And like McLaren started the year. Absolutely nowhere. Oh, they were a dog shit car. We thought them in 10th. Yep. They're doing better. They qualified just around... Yeah, 9th, 10th. Yep. Yeah, they, Where they we were thought... We, exactly we said. One of them's going to be Q1. One I think of both of them make... I think both of them make Q3. Did they? Yeah, because I... Oh, wait, yeah. Oscar didn't set a lap, though. Yeah. Never went it. out. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, let's save it towards the end. By the time that eventually came around, the rain had started. Around, and they yeah. went, don't worry about it. I thought the start of the race for Oscar was pretty promising. Yeah, he jumped Norris. Yep. Which no, you always enjoy. Yes. Oh, 100%. I'm, I am I am going to go out and say that Lando was absolutely putting on some passes this race, though. Oh, he had a fucking blinder. It's just a shame he couldn't get past Ocon and therefore getting past Albon <laughs> to give yourself a five-second gap to make that penalty for unsportsmanlike behavior. Now, what was the specific part that that was applied to? Was it was it unsportsman. No. It was unsportsmanlike behavior. What it correlated to and what Ted has assumed is because when the safety car was out, Norris started slowing down to give him give Oscar a pit stop and then he could get into the pit stop. He was penalized apparently for driving unnecessarily slow under the safety car because you're not allowed to back the pack up. But they didn't outright say that. They just said unsportsmanlike behavior, which set Ted off. Which, look, we all like Ted. I agree with Ted on this one. It was pretty harsh. It was, <laughs> it was pretty harsh. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it for backing the pack up, then say it's for sl- oh, driving unnecessarily slow. Yeah. Don't just say unsportsmanlike behavior, especially when you haven't made contact with anybody. You haven't run any like unsportsmanlike is these moments where it's fifty fifty. But then it's, you it's take times it. when you go through our oh, cops at Silverstone, and instead of you know turning your car a little bit left, you try and kill your rival. Yeah. That's unsportsmanlike behavior. Very un- I would also say that's unsportsmanlike. Because <laughs> if that's not, what the fuck is? <laughs> and then a year later doing the exact same thing with a red Ferrari, but not trying to kill him. 
Yeah. And in then turning around in your interview and saying, that was a really hard race. It's really weird that I don't get that around here that often, <laughs> especially through cops. Yeah, yeah. He's a bro. <laughs> bro, love the shade you're throwing, but Jesus Christ, my man. <laughs> uh, it was. I haven't been able to do it for a while. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Look at Mercedes. Man, they're looking intimidating. They're still not all there, but they are very much pushing that second. Well, and that's what's annoying me because, like, they're not going to beat Red Bull, which means the only person they're competing to beat is Fernando, and we don't want that. Yeah, I know, but you know what the issue is for Aston? It's the kid. Yes, and it's and the customer aspect of their team. (laughs) No, Lance compared to Fernando has over a hundred points, and Lance is still sitting on thirty something points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that no is the biggest issue at Aston right now. It's not that, that they're a customer to Mercedes. No, it's the dickhead you've got in the second car who can't score a point to save his life. No. And look, just sack him and put a, a, <laughs> put a brick in the car. Put a brick on the accelerator. It'll do better. <laughs> they definitely qualify better. <laughs> Get down the way. It would work on the Vietnamese track because it's just two massive straights. <laughs> yeah, you could. Work at Vegas. Yeah, we've got that coming up eventually. Yeah, the end of the year. I Look, Miami is Miami. It's it's weird. It's weird. Vegas, I, I still have hope. That I've is, got hope for Vegas. I just don't like the track. Well, see, that's the thing, right? Every time I see a new track layout, I'm like, oh, that's going to be awesome. And then it's always shit. Or I see one, I go, oh, it's going to be pretty crap. And it's normally good. So I've looked at this one and gone, oh, it seems... Okay, so I'm hoping it's awesome. Because I looked at Miami and was like, oh, well, that's just going to be awesome. Look at that racetrack. That's going to be... And it sucks. There's just nothing to do on it. There isn't. Let's keep going through this race that we had. The Ferraris were nowhere. False. For once in Ferrari's life, they pulled off a strategy manoeuvre to keep their drivers in fourth and fifth. You've got to admit it. They, they pulled off a strategy because they didn't pit under the safety car. And we're able to push a one-stop race. Look, okay, they were, but you can't deny that when they stayed out, you went, you fucking idiots. Oh, I did say <laughs> yeah, that. 100% man, because I was like, was like, everyone else went in but you two. You, that means you made the wrong choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> But what, what killed it was Sergio didn't go in either, by the way. And Sergio couldn't get past them on cold, uh, hard tyres. No. But Sergio was not beast mode Sergio this weekend. He, was ever. Very, he hasn't been beast mode for a few weeks now. Monaco. Not even Monaco. He hasn't been beast mode since. No, I mean Monaco last year. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's had some. He in Singapore. Yeah, no, he's had some absolute belters since then. Yeah, but it's been a little while since we've seen Checo just like to use a very Australian term, have that dog in him. And he does. <laughs> he does not have that dog in him. At he the is not Liam Martin. No, Max ha- also has Checo's dog in him. <laughs> and for international listeners, it means exactly what you think it means. Means it comes from Berkeley. He's <laughs> <laughs> straight very, out of the ghetto. Very, 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 very niche regional Australian joke right there, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> it's, it's translated to the four people in our area who go like, I get that. <laughs> uh, Lewis. I mean, he had a good race. He had a good race, man. I um, He nearly took Fernando out in the pit. Did. Didn't get a penalty. 
No. Well, Fernando slammed his brakes on, which like was obviously the smart thing to do because you see a lot of rookie drivers just be like, well, I'm not moving. They both get their wings smashed off. Yeah. Smart move by Fernando, but also like, oh, listen but to no, the no, commentary. No. Everyone's like, if you slam your brakes on. That's a that's a clear sign. It's like, yo, I had to aggressively brake to yeah. not hit him. That's a clear cut penalty. That in my mind it is too. It's right. No, this person took evasive action and have lost a position because of it. Should have been a penalty, especially when Lando Norris gets one for bad sportsmanship. Yeah, I know, right? It was just strange. Like certain people were getting away with certain things, others weren't. The pit the pit stops were a little bit hairy this weekend. It wasn't the only unsafe release. There was a few, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a couple of others. I, off the top of my head, I, it was one of the horses was involved in one. There was the one with Ocon and Bottas, I want to say. Yep. Or was that just Ocon driving past him under the safety car when he shouldn't have? I don't remember the Ocon one. Bottas seemed to have a pretty good race from where he was sitting. He put on some good passes. It's just a shame he got pipped right at the end. Oh, yeah. Yep. By the pain in the ass. Ugh. <sighs> I know. So, was ha- nowhere. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a, a, a nothing at all for him this weekend. You know, well, it's had a nothing at all race. Logan Sargent is <laughs> five laps in. Yeah, I was going to actually say uh, Nick DeVries again. Okay, well, there is something to talk about with Nick DeVries, and that was a weird incident he had with K Mac. Yeah, that was a bit. Was that? Yeah, it was Nick, wasn't it? I thought it was Sonoda. No, that was Nick DeVries. It was strange, right? So they're coming through. Some of the bends. One of the chicanes, wasn't it? That's where they went off. But there was like another two corners of contact before that. Like they were banging wheels two corners before this happened. And like, sent them down the escape road. Well, yeah. And the worst part was that them ending up in the escape road nearly making contact with each other was 100% Nick's fault. Yeah. So Nick has moved, came back to the outside of one of the bends. This is two corners beforehand. And K-Mag's gone, well, I'm not going on the dirt because I'm going to spit out. So he's just planted his car right on the edge of the road. Mm-hmm. The Reezers continued to push. They've made a little bit of contact. They both got a bit squirrely. They continue to the next corner. This point, K-Mag then goes, well, I have the inside. I'm not, like, yep. you know, I'm, I'm pushing you a little bit wide. Nick does the same thing. They doink each other again. A little bit of carbon floor comes off. Yeah, I think a bit of Magnuson's car flew away. Yep, something broke. Anyway, as they're coming into the chicane, K-Mag's on the outside, absolutely gunning it. Nick's on the inside, wants to brake later, slams his brakes on, locks up, which goes. means K-Mag can't turn into the corner. They both go straight they off. They both go straight off, and then they just end up in the most awkward position, kind of. And you can't reverse there. No. No, and it was just, it was one of those ones where it's like, ah, oh, you're both, you're not fighting for anything. Nick, you're doing the wrong thing. Well, Nick is fighting for something. His seat. Which yes. I think we can it's safely gone. say, I don't think he's going to have it after the summer break. You, you're calling that early. I think he'll be gone during the summer break. They'll be like, hey, you're done, and Liam Lawson comes in. Oh, okay, because we, we've spoken about Liam a few times before, but it, he it hasn't has been to be regular. Li- it has to be Liam. You can't put Danny Rick in that car. Danny doesn't want to go in that car. Yeah, no, I don't think Danny will. Yeah, I, it has to be Lawson because I... Owasa? Yep. Owasa? Yeah, he's not ready yet. I don't think Owasa ever will be because he's been in the junior category for a little bit of time now. Well, it it just goes to show that Red Bull really have to think strategically about this because if they do think Owasa is going to be good, 
then it, you've got you Yuki. can't put him in this year. No, because he's still racing in F two. Mm-hmm. It, it's just Nick's gone. He's gonna have to go back to Formula A. I don't think he'll get another drive in Formula One. It's just, it's just, it, it's really hard to base it off this car because the car is terrible. But with Sonoda putting in the drives, he is, and they're not. And also to give credit to this argument which you're making, because I do agree with you, Sonoda's not putting in incredible drives. No, he's not. But he's he's get- finally putting in acceptable drives for Sonoda. Exactly. So Nick's not even hitting that level. Maybe what we saw at Williams last year at Monza was just one of those races. Well, I mean, it's Monza and a Williams with no downforce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's The deck was definitely in your favour then. It is certainly not in your favour now. So it's hard to get that comparison. I know. I just, I just think Nick's days are numbered. They're, and they're numbered very quickly. Liam Lawson comes in, does acceptable, maybe gets to drive next year. Is cheaper. A lot cheaper than Nick DeVries would be. Oh, easily. Uh, and he's been in the system since God knows how long. Oh, dude. These drivers are signing to these academies at like 13 years of age. Exactly. Like, and they're not seeing the end of it until they're in their early to mid-20s, most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're a freak like Max yep. when you get started at 17. But <laughs> most, can't do that now. Nope. Most people <laughs> are about 20, 21 years old when they come into the sport. Mm-hmm. Nick being the exception, he's 28. Yeah, I think he's just a bit too old. Maybe and maybe we're actually starting to see the cutoff because it's like, yeah, you know, you spend your first two, three years in there as a kid at 18 years old, you're pretty bad. Yeah. But your brain is learning. Like, you've got that teenage brain that is really, really adaptable to these new information coming in. Yep. Maybe we've seen the cutoff because they always say around 25 years old is when that neurological change begins to happen in men. So, he's coming in after that point. Maybe the brain just can't... Comprehend. All of the little complexities. Or... Maybe the car is just that bad and Yuki's just used to it. Like how um, fucking George, George is used the to shitboxes. Yeah, and the Mercedes is why he took to it so well. He's like, oh, this sucks. I can drive this. <laughs> so maybe that's what he said. Look, I don't... I wasn't going to say mid-season break for Nick. I was definitely going to say end of the year. I can be, look, thanks for your chance, man, but not here nah, anymore. Not with the way Red Bull is. Red Bull... Demand results. Yeah, it is a very good part of the question too, where it's like, no, Red Bull is an insane company. And They're Hel- insane. Helmet Marco's insane. He'll be <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Helmet's nuts, bro. <laughs> there was a tweet. Oh, no, I'm not getting into it. There was a tweet where someone said, if Max Verstappen was a boxer, who would he be? And someone just replied, Yoss. <laughs> yeah, I did see <laughs> yeah, that. that. It's pretty good. Now... We've hit all the big guys in the race. We have. We've hit all the main points. Where do you... I mean, Piastri. I do want to do a little bit of a deep dive into Oscar at the moment. Now, we don't see a lot of him. No, we, we don't. We certainly don't hear a lot about or from him. That's probably a good thing, though. Good in your rookie year. I'm not going to lie. But having watched most of the first part of this season, What's your thoughts on this kid? I'm still... He's doing better than Danny did in the McLaren, that's for sure. Yep. Which makes me hate him. <laughs> yeah. Told you, Danny Rick's better. Danny Rick is better. I would never deny He has a massive it. dick. Huge. Like, incomprehensible. Maybe that's why Nick DeVries can't drive this at fucking Alfa Tauri. A tiny dick. <laughs> you just need a 
the third pedal must be pressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, look, earned his spot in an F1 team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, qualifying-wise, he takes it to Lando pretty pretty well. He's very close to Lando, which is what you want. Yep. And look, we know the car's not great. It has improved. And look, if this Spec 2 car comes around... And it's as, as good as they're all saying, then Zach Brown's going to have an aneurysm with sheer joy. Oh, yeah, man. And look, I want them to do well. I know you're a bit of a Lando fan. I like Lando. Last lap Lando. And I'm a big Oscar fan. Like, I want this car to do really, really well so that McLaren can be up there fighting with our team. That's fair. What do you got? Oh, no, I was just I'm on Instagram. Just <laughs> my ADHD is kicking, kicking in. in. <laughs> She's probably got a really scrout. Sour yep. look on her face looking at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's got a knife too. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next? What's next? For F1. Where Kick Max out of the sport. Okay, cool. But calendar-wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're doing this. Kick Max out of the sport. He's the south of the comp. Yeah, Max is. I love you, Max. I'll always love Go you. Go do work. And when you're listening to this, I want you to love me too. But also, either... Just take he could take off. the next four races off and he'd still be leading the damn championship. Maybe that. Just if you're winning, you have to like stop a race or two. Well, we're in Austria next, so it's a max win. Oh, it, not only that, it's a max grand slam with a new fastest lap. Exactly. And then we've got Silverstone after that, so there's going to be an attempted murder. Okay, well, we do need to have a serious chat about this. Oh, uh, what? Because... Am I not allowed to say that Lewis attempted murder at Silverstone anymore? No, 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 that's fine. Dave's not here. So, <laughs> but the Mercedes is getting better. <laughs> yeah, they're probably going to win at Silverstone. Right, right, well, that's what I'm thinking. Imagine if it happens for a third year in a row. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, Max won last year. Oh, true. Imagine if it happens three out of four years, Lewis taking Max out. Oh, Max will lose his shit. It'll, it'll be the moment with Russell, except there's actual punches. Man, I forgot about that little Russell Tiff. That was fantastic. It should happen again. More often. Well, you know, Russell did us all a favor this weekend. That was great. Do it he again. Just doink. Oh, and it was the 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 dis- disappointment in Crofty and Br- Brindle was Crofty great. and Brindle, yeah. That was just it was even more funnier. It just made that moment better for me. So it's like, oh no, George has hit the wall. What's happened to him? Oh, it looks like he's just caught in sideways. Oh, well, that's a bit disappointing. No, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, but Do it more. Do it more. Again, encore. Yes. Encore. Take Ogon out next time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's got a faster car. He won't be anywhere near him. Uh, yeah. Alpine, man. I, I want to like them. I like Pierre. Who doesn't? He likes everything. I, we love Pierre. We're big Pierre fans here. Alpine just needs another. Actually, okay, what do you got? So, Chunky Thunder reached out to us, you know, as he does. And he act- I actually posed a question to him, and it relates to Alpine. Okay, well, I thought he watched this for our football content. No, he, he, <laughs> he messages on all of us. <laughs> yes. So. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it all up. So, last week he messaged us. He's like, I'm listening to the episode and I agree about the team principal change at Aston segment. Otmar's a fantastic midfield team principal, but I don't know where they, 
how well he can lead a big budget fuck you spend all the money team. He is known for being extremely efficient with money. And I said, what do you think will cause Alpine more success? Replacing the team principal or replacing Ocon? Food for thought. And he goes, <laughs> you were just in the damn stern shit. <laughs> yes. He goes, hear me out. Okay. It's a bit crazy, <laughs> but let Otmar cook. <laughs> For a few years, so you don't have to buy out his contract. And then, but you don't have to buy out his contract and then give the universe in terms of money to Leclerc and replace Ocon. That was his solution for our pain. That's a very good solution. Chunky Thunder 04. You are my favorite American. You've just pipped Obama. Which is weird, because third place is George Bush. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, that's an incredible fix. Yes. That is, that is genius. Though. Like, Also, not that crazy for some of the fixes we come up with. We're like, well, if this driver marries this person and this other driver dies, then Daniel could drive a Mercedes. <laughs> like, some of the shit we've come up with is insane. Oh, I agree. Like, that's not bad. <laughs> that's really... Really intense. That's on point for our sort of fixes. That's, I mean, it's actually workable. It's doable. Also, Chunky, tell us what state you're from. We are Washington. He did actually. He did Washington. He's Washington Washington State. Yeah, or DC. I don't know. He just said Washington. Washington. And then he called us. Yeah, which is brilliant. Blame. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we like that. It was awesome. It was great. I don't know anyone from Washington. It depends. (laughs) <laughs> I think I know someone from Washington State, but I don't think I know anyone in Washington, D.C. I don't even know if they're still in Washington State. You just know random fucking people. Oh, university, man. Yeah, but dude. Well, see, I went to a country university. Yeah, no no Americans gone there. So many Americans came to Wollongong. We, we had one American in our country university, and she was weird. That's because she couldn't get into college in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was here for horses. So... There you go. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> you can either like car racing or horse racing. You can't like both. So was Cars are better. They're heaps better. Speaking of which, how would you overall rate the weekend? Overall rate it. Look, man. Out I, of 10. Out of 10, 7. I'm going to 6. Yeah, you said 6 earlier. I think it's a 6 out of 10 race. It wasn't. Yeah, but the Albon shit was pretty cool, but that was about it. Albon was pretty cool. The weather was interesting. Canada's a good track anyway. It is a fun track to watch racing on. Yeah. Very, very quick. Let's do... I mean, we're not going to do a full preview of Austria, but... No, Austria's in like two weeks. I know. But there's no way I'm letting you go overseas without talking about your favorite track. I was just going to send you what I thought on Facebook and be like, read this out. You can do that too, man, but are you excited for Austria? I don't know if I'm going to get to watch it. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to come back, and then the day I get back, i got to watch fucking Austria, Silverstone, and a bunch of sport... To pre-prep for the damn podcast yeah, that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. Is and I'm going to be jet-lagged. Oh, dude, you're going to be miserable. We might do that one remotely. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. Re- We're not doing it anymore remotely. That screwed us up so bad the other day. It's fucked. I don't <laughs> want to do that, especially if I'm tired. <laughs> well, that's our Canada review. I've got one more thing before we wrap up. Love it. Let's go. So IndyCar was over the weekend. Okay. I do... I like IndyCar. I do too. Recent convert. It's fucking fantastic. It's great. (laughs) So the reason I bring it up, because a certain Australian by the name of Will Power did not enjoy the track. 
In fact, he called the track shit. Where was it this weekend? I can't remember. Road America? I think it actually might have been Road America. Yeah. Either way, he was just like, not dog shit track, don't like the track. So there's there's a truck that carries all the portal loose. Now, the owner has heard what Will Power has said about the track. And so he's conveniently driven the, the truck known as the shit truck and parked it right out the front of Will Power's motorhome and left the keys in it. That's important. That's okay. very important for this story. <laughs> There's so, already so much going on here. So so at this point... Before you go on, I have some thoughts okay. and I have some questions. There's one truck that drives all the portaloos for this race I, around. No, they just call this okay. this particular truck the shit truck. Right. And its job is to get portaloos. Okay, cool. I didn't know the portaloos at races. Which makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of people there. Okay. Now, Americans are famously sensitive about any comments to do with America. Yeah. And this track, I'm pretty sure it was Road America. Road America. It's a massive long one. It's like the it's fucking Nürburgring of it's America. It's fucking... It's not good. I don't like it. Well, just on IndyCard, man, the best thing about it is there's a dude called fucking Stingray in it. Stingray Rob. That's his whole name, bro. <laughs> And he can fucking crash like no one you've ever seen, my man. <laughs> it was Road America. I knew it. I knew it was Road America. I can't believe that. So. It's part of the Triple Crown. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. So, the continuation of the story. Okay, the keys are in the truck. Keys are in the truck. It's very important. On the track, Scott Dixon crashes into Will Power, causes a big accident. Willie's not too impressed. <laughs> Will walks back to his motorhome and sees the keys are in his truck. So he, takes, <laughs> he gets in said truck and moves it out the front of Scott Dixon's fucking <laughs> motorhome and fucks off <laughs> and leaves the shit truck out front of there. It's You have to be careful when you stir up Australians because, one, we're all in a little bit crazy about those sorts of things. So, like, I like how he's come back from the resume and, like, well, I can't believe this is this gift has just appeared out the front of my motorhome. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Did he even know that it was there before he got back, or did he just come back and be like, "This is brilliant"? Look, I didn't get the full this story. I got it off exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> oh, I just got it. I just summed it up from Tomo's F1's summation of it because he thought it was hilarious too. It's just classic Aussie banter in my book. It oh, is. you pissed me off here. Enjoy this pile of yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a massive fucking truck full of shit. And then you've got Scott McLaughlin, who just is boring. Kiwi, <laughs> <Hey>, who cares? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget that. He's not so even one of us. I think Scott Dixon is too. I think so. There's a couple of Kiwis. He's one of the commentators in IndyCar and Aussie. I yeah, swear. Yeah, 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 Lee Diffie. Cool. I thought He I, used to commentate supercars. Right. I was going to say, because I was like, holy crap, I know that voice from my childhood, and that is exactly one of our accents. Yeah. He used to commentate brilliant. supercars for Channel 10. Absolutely brilliant. That... I know this is an F1 show. IndyCar is fucking great. I can tie this back to F- F1. The winner, Alex Pillow, is currently being discussed as a potential Sergio Perez replacement. Well, first of all, and Daniel he's touted, He is touted as a future F1 superstar. There's a couple. Will Power, you could almost put in there. You could he's also Mexican. Which one? Uh, Polo is Mexican, so Alex you could re- replace. Isn't Pato Award also Mexican? I think so. Yeah. Neither of those are very Mexican-sounding names. No, they're not. But, but you they're could replace Sergio Perez with Alex Polo. Yep. 
Yep. Dude, IndyCar is fucking dope. If you've never seen it, they put massively extended highlights on YouTube. It's great. And I don't know why F1 doesn't do this. Like, what have you noticed on the F1 YouTube channel? They've got Alex Jakes doing race commentary for the highlights. Yeah, so I think that he does it for a different... Does he do it for F1 TV? Yes. But that's why we get... Yep. Why don't we get that feed? Actually, why didn't we get the other feed? Did you hear about the third feed of commentary that was over this weekend? Oh, hold on. You Will had Ar- to hit your red button. Will Arnett and Daniel Ricciardo? Yeah, well, I would have fucking preferred to hear that. That, that just sounds like a great time. Will Arnett's one of those actors. He will never be A-list. But every time he shows up, you're like, that's Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> He's Batman in Lego Batman. He's Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. He's one of the dudes in The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Is he Job in Arrested Development? Yes. Because he's great in that too. Yes, he is. The he's one the that wi- does magic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, this is the thing. Will Arnett and Daniel Ricciardo. That's fantastic. I had no idea Will Arnett was, like, even remotely interested in the sport. I much would have rather listened to that. That sounded... Dope. Never seen him on a grid walk. Man just shows up, commentates, goes home. With Danny Ricardo. With DR. That would have been a great comment. Uh, casting. We need to do a Patreon just so we can afford not Sky. <laughs> <laughs> really, if we start getting money off this, it's it's used solely so we can watch someone else commentate <laughs> for the first year. <laughs> That's the whole reason we want it. It's like... Oh, does it pay for your hosting bills? No, no, no. Because no. you don't have to listen to fucking Crofty anymore. Exactly. Although Crofty did do something cool in the the few weeks off. He went to Download Festival and was listening to our sort of music and enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does that make him better? Yeah, it does. Fuck. It makes him a bit better. <laughs> was Ted there? Ted was in the pit with the shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> He's interviewing everyone. It's Ted like, looks, where's the cars? <laughs> Ted looks just like, no, Ted looks like a fucking crowd killer at a mosh show. He's got the fucking boots and the shorts. Ted's the straight edge dude in the pit who, if he finds out you're smoking, you're getting elbowed in the face <laughs> in the pit. Martin wouldn't survive a mosh pit. Martin wouldn't go. Martin wouldn't... Yeah, no. He'd go to some fucking jazz recital or some bullshit. He probably would, too. Who else do you reckon would hold well in a mosh pit? Danny Ricardo. Oh, 100%. Not Sonoda. <laughs> Sonoda. He, he has that dog in him. <laughs> you know what? Sonoda... One, he wouldn't see much, but two, he'd be swinging them elbows. Oh, definitely. Eye-legging it through the mud off downland. I... Look. I'm going to be sad when Crofty retires. I'm not going to lie. He's an important part of this sport. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy job. When your whole job is to be talking nonstop, you're going to say things that are annoy people. Yeah, we know that. Mission accomplished. <laughs> In fact, we're quite successful at it. Yeah. But yeah. God, he annoys me, but I'm going to be sad when he goes. I'll be sad when Brundle goes. Yeah, you just get the younger Brundle up there. He got comments alongside Alex Jackson. Yeah, but they're he phenomenal didn't together. City. Uh, junior categories. Yeah, that doesn't count. You need someone who's ex-Formula 1 in a Formula 1 co-collar. Oh, so. Jensen. I know it needs to be Jensen. Jensen. Jensen or Nico. Both of them. Yeah, just... Fucking put both of them in <laughs> Jensen, Nico, and Danny. Let that just commentate everything. Who's who's play-by-play? Play-by-play? Nico. He's, he's the least interesting. No, you have to have Jensen as play-by-play with Nico, one of the collar, and the other collar, Danny. It's not... Because if Badger. Lewis is still racing, oh, I love 
I love every time Nico's doing the podium interviews and it's Lewis Hamilton and Lewis isn't first because you just see Nico standing there with a shitty and grin to be like, Lewis, my friend. <laughs> How are you doing? Not first, I see. <laughs> and Lewis is like, yeah, I'd like to thank all the fans. And Nico's like, you didn't win though. Didn't win in 2016, did you, big fella? <laughs> just fucking drills him. Anyway, that's it for this week. Damn. That's my last episode till I'm back. That is. How long are you away for? Two weeks. I've got two races to do. Yeah, previews, previews. Coming out at the right time. Riso. Time to get you back on the show, big fella. <laughs> that's it. Maybe Mac as well. I'll find some new bums. How hard can they be? Reach out to us on social media. You too can be like Chunky Thunder 04. And get right out if you put in good comments. You too can fix Alpine and be a fucking legend. That's not hard. We we established the best way to fix Alpine, sack, old mate. And you'll see me next week and you'll see Andy in several weeks. Why? <laughs> oh, wait. Bums Media Group. On oh YouTube. yes, we you need to we need YouTube. to start promoting that Bums Media Group BMG at BMG Division at BMG Division. You <laughs> can find all our podcasts on there, and apparently we have a limit to how many I can upload. Andy, so everything's done through my email account, and Andy was just trying to upload it from our hosting website, and there's a limit to how many videos you can upload. And Andy's like, "I'll just do the whole catalog of both shows in one sitting." As my phone keeps dinging with emails, I'm like, you've reached your limit. You've reached your limit. I woke up to 41 emails. <laughs> Once again, I'm sorry, but I didn't know. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Man. Although I was confused. I'm like, why is this not working? <laughs> was, was, I'll try again. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you. Bye.